Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Matt, how you doing? I'm good. Just uh, hold up and hunker down like everybody else. I was going to say, so what, what, I mean, what, as far as your job goes, you, you specifically first, what are you doing now? Uh, a lot less, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to, to keep up with, with people via phone and uh, trying to, to figure out different things to write about, things people are interested in. Uh, but with no games and, and no hope or expectation of games, you know, maybe for three months or more, uh, it's getting harder to kind of try to figure out exactly what to, uh, what to write about because there, there's nothing going on. The uh, the NBA is now talking about June. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, I mean it's looking like June. I mean I I saw the CDC guidelines yesterday, just like everybody else did, and, and so that would mean that if you followed that six to eight week guideline, if you looked at it as eight weeks for limiting large group gatherings, that's getting you to like May 10th, and even then, like that could easily be extended. Uh, we don't know how this you know this outbreak is going to proceed or anything like that. So you, you can't really project, oh, yeah, like May 10th, that'll be the day they'll start again. And plus, even then, you know, teams would need time to practice, get together, you know, maybe uh, try, try and find ways to have like a maybe early preseason or a late preseason uh, and, and kind of get things going again. It, was, it just wouldn't happen until June at the earliest. So my, my question is, uh, are they have, is there any plans, do you think, to actually – play out the entire season then the postseason or how do you think they're going to do this you know if i had to guess i mean i don't know what the plans are i think the league is going through a lot of iterations of plans to try and figure out how to make this work i just can't imagine that they'd be able to resume the regular season and play i mean some teams had 19 games left uh and if you're going to play the full playoffs after that i mean this whole season is going to bleed into uh, you know, the start of next training camp. So, so you're going to have to cut something somewhere because uh, you're not going to you're not going to do that. You're not going to play everything out the way it had been. So I could see how they maybe would play uh, like an abridged regular season, let teams get to the same number of games, 
Uh, so everybody's played, you know, 70 games or whatever it is. Uh, but I don't think they'd play the whole thing, and I think they'd have to maybe just skip straight to the playoffs and, and use the standings as they are now. The other question I have for you is when it comes to, you know, the, do you think there is a possibility of the cancellation of the season? Let me start there. Yeah, that's still totally possible. I mean, we we don't know how much further things are going to progress or get worse. Um, you know, they're already closing, you know, schools and places of worship and restaurants and movie theaters. Like everything's starting to close uh, and that, that's going to take a while for those things to reopen, and, and it could continue for a long time. So if, if they're limiting tr- air travel or you know large group gatherings, uh, and that extends into June, July, like at, at some point the league just needs to say, okay, like we, we can't finish this. Uh, we need to just kind of move on, uh, you know, just for the sake of public health. So there's definitely a possibility that the season may not resume. Um, the other aspect of, of this is the, the the workers at the Pfizer Forum. Um, I mean, you know, I know the Bucks have talked about giving back to the community and helping out. So uh, I, I guess, you know, talk a little bit about that side of things because, uh, I mean, how much money is, is needed? I mean, uh, you know, how many players are chiming in on this? Do you know? Yeah, so in, on the Bucks have, have given something uh, to help with uh, with paying these workers. There's at least, I think, 11 home games that were remaining, so 11 surefire dates that, that those people were going to, uh, or at least could have planned to work. And so, you know, the, the, the players, uh, Giannis, Chris Middleton gave $100,000, the rest of the team, I'm not sure how much they gave, but all 15 other players, including their two two-way guys, uh, they all gave something towards the workers and matching all of those uh, pledges so that, you know, they're, they're doubling that amount. Uh, and, and with the workers, there's over a thousand uh, part-time workers at Pfizer Forum who would be working on a game night, or you know, or could be working on a game night. Uh, so they're they're working with the the unions and, and all the different people to try to figure out how to take that money that the Bucks and the players have pooled together, uh, and how to distribute that among the people who need it and who won't be able to work for you know those 10, 11 that the Bucks had for the rest of the year. And I don't know if that extends to potential playoff games that they're going to miss because uh, at least, you know, you could, you could count on some playoff games with this Bucks team. Um, but I'm, I'm sure they're working on that, trying to figure out how to help people get through this crisis. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my next question with uh, all the different workers and all the different people. And, and there's, nece- uh, there's necessary people, there's unnecessary people. I know that the facility... Uh, now, give us the direction of the facility because for the practice facility, is it open? The players can come in, but it's not organized workouts, correct? Yeah, so players can go, uh, but they can't do a team-wide workout. In fact, players, just as of last night, uh, they, they've been told that they can go home. So if their home is not Milwaukee, they, they can travel away from the team if they want to go back to be with their family or, or whatever uh, they need to do at, at a different location. Um, you know, but then in terms of the Bucks practice facility, they can go there. The medical staff can still be there. Uh, the assistant coaches can be there. What the, the league is recommending, though, is that two players don't work at the same basket. Every player should be checked medically uh, before they get in there. Make sure they're not showing any symptoms. You don't want it to spread within the team. Um, so if everybody works at a different basket, uh, maybe if assistant coaches are working with players, that that one assistant can work with one player and then that you keep it separated uh, so everybody is kind of forming their little bubbles. Um, but the guys can still get work in, uh, just that you know, they can't really do it all together. 
I was going to say, because uh, I know they don't want guys congregating, so to speak, but there's a 14-day incubation period on something like this. But Now, let me ask you this. Have all the players been tested as well, do you think? Uh, I'm not totally sure. Uh, that's something that the, the team hasn't been uh, totally open about. Um, the thing that I have heard is that no one has tested positive. So if anybody has been tested, no one on the team has been tested positive. No one uh, is necessarily showing symptoms or, or acting sick. Uh, everybody is trying to follow all the, the same regulations as the rest of us and, and be smart and stay isolated, socially distant, and all like that and all that stuff. So, uh, But as of right now, there's nobody that, that they the team is aware of. I know Alex Lazary spoke about this the other day, but you know, according to him, nobody he knows positive or, or is showing signs of being sick. Okay. Um, now, what is this going to do? Because uh, I know they have to kind of go through all the – by the way, we're talking to Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel about uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA – but now, does all of this, I would assume they have to navigate all the waters of the collective bargaining agreement because guys were supposed to become free agents. You know, in the middle of uh, the finishing off of a season, I would assume, you know, they're, they're going to kind of push that then back, correct? And yeah, they've got to get a players' association to. agreement, yeah. yeah. So the league has to be working with the players' association through all of this. I'm sure they're working with their TV partners, all, all the different entities that are involved. Uh, in an NBA season, I'm sure they're all working together to try and figure out how to make this work. Because you're right, like the league season usually, you know, ends on June 30th, and then free agency starts uh, later that day or the next day, and that's the time that you know contracts are up. And the way everything's written, you're going to like, you know, if the season resumes, guys would theoretically be free agents during the time that they're playing. So I'm sure that they would have to figure that out with the players' association um, before they could do anything else. Um, yeah, I was going to say because eventually they got to get all the you know all the entities to sign off on this and 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 then it's going to be what are they going to do about next season? I mean because the off season would then be shortened obviously, uh, and then do they keep a full season next year on top of it? I would assume they would. I mean there's there's you know let's be honest there's going to be money to recoup out of all of this. You know what I mean? Right. So you know you have to see if you can start the next season on time. Uh, and if you can can do it the the same schedule that you normally would, uh, do you have to kind of maybe condense the next season and play 82 games, but then maybe start the season like a little bit late to to give players more time during this off season? But then you want to condense those eight schedules. So there's more back to backs. There's more three games and four nights, uh, that kind of thing. And I know players probably wouldn't like that, um, but if, if maybe it's an, an extenuating circumstance they would agree to in order to finish this season. And obviously, there's still the, the Olympics that are up in the air right now that if they go on and the NBA season is going on, there may not be players to go play for you know, their, their home teams, whether it's Team USA or, or other countries. So there, there, there's a lot of uh, you know, craziness and um, factors that have to be made and, uh, and, and ripple effects that we're still going to be seeing you know, from now for months, probably years. Uh, Matt, it's always a pleasure, my friend. I certainly appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes. I'm sure we'll be uh, looking for more stuff to come out, but it's going to be an interesting couple of months as we try to navigate through the waters of what can and can't be done and what will and won't be done. So I appreciate it, pal. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Unprecedented times, but uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, no doubt about it. There you go. Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.